Hi, I'm Natalie. And I'm Hayley, and we're getting real about dating and relationships. It's a complex world. And we certainly aren't experts. But between us, we've been through every depressingly hilarious dating experience you could possibly imagine. Looking back, we realised our mindsets were completely wrong. But now we feel pretty empowered. And we want to share the lessons we've learned along the way. So we've noticed that there are some very distinct common narratives in society that influence our behaviour in the dating world and how we approach relationships. Yeah, and the first one we're going to talk about is the common narrative that men hurt women. Um, You know, men are dicks. It's just how men are. Boys will be boys. Boys, Yeah, it's that common acceptance, really, that men will hurt you if you're a woman. Um, And it's not fair on women, really, because it means we have to just kind of accept it. And also, it's not really fair on men because so many men men are like that. Yeah, so many men are lovely and they aren't arseholes and they won't mess you around. And it's just everywhere, isn't it? There's, you know, there's that classic image of a woman crying, eating ice cream. Yeah. Had a heartbreak. Yeah, friends all around her saying, oh, you can do better. He's a dick. You know, it's it's this common, it is such a common narrative and I I don't like it. Every meme, like you scroll through Instagram or whatever, every meme is about, you know, girls all clubbing together to get over yeah. a man. And, yeah. You know, oh, let's have a big night out so we can get over a get man. Get a new haircut. Yeah. Yeah. And if, if you think about songs, for example, yeah. like uh, think about love songs, you know, 90% probably of songs sung by women are about being heartbroken. They're about yeah. breakups and men have hurt them and, and even when men sing songs about being heartbroken, they're Which is aimed, rare. <laughs> rare and aimed yeah. at women. Yeah, they are. Men don't sing songs about being heartbroken for other men. No, they don't. But no. but men do get heartbroken. Men get heartbroken mm-hmm. just as much as we get heartbroken. Yeah, but it's just not out there in the media. It's not shown. No, you know yeah. when a woman's heartbroken, it's this is what happens. Women get heartbroken. It's accepted. It's normalised. But when a man's heartbroken, it's kind of, you know, all, it, well, it's behind closed seen. doors. It's behind yeah. closed doors. And they're expected just to go out there and shag a load of women to get over it, you know, with all their mates. Yeah. Um, it, it's completely different narrative and it's just not what's seen, is it? Yeah, completely different. Um, see, in films as well. How many films are there about a guy playing a woman and yeah. woman being heartbroken or, you yeah. know, it, it, I was actually watching a children's film the other day um, <laughs> called Oz, The Great and Powerful. I don't know if you've seen it. No, <laughs> I mean, I it's, okay. it's okay. Okay. <laughs> um, but it's about, you know, Wizard of Oz, you know, the, the witches of Oz. It's kind of mm-hmm. about how they came to be. Okay. And, like yeah, Wicked, the musical. A bit like Wicked, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, the, the, the Green Witch, she actually started out as like a beautiful woman, young woman, who was actually kind. She was a kind witch. Mm-hmm. Um, but classic. She gets heartbroken by a guy, by mm. the wizard, who actually is this like classic charmer, cheeky, chappy, player right. type. Yeah, one of those. One of those. Um, she get he, she gets heartbroken by him, and so she turns really angry, turns green, um, and fucks shit up basically. Rides around mm. on her broom, burning bridge, um, burning villages to the ground. And um, they just accept it, like, oh well. That's the story yeah. in the kids' film. It's like, oh, she turned evil because a man broke a her man heart. Man okay. hurt her, and normal. And she just went wild. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and and I think they people do that to, to women. I think the narrative about sort of being psycho and oh. t- going emotional and having yeah. a great big tantrum. Yeah. 
because you've been hurt. Yeah. When I, and I feel that actually that's kind of belittling our emotions. Oh, and completely. When we when get men- upset, yeah. they're like, oh, she's a psycho. She's, she's crazy. Mad. She's yeah. crazy. And I think when no, no, you've hurt it, us. <laughs> and now I'm reacting to being yeah. hurt. They don't take any responsibility yeah. for their part in how we, we've been hurt. No, the narrative of, of the crazy woman scorned almost yeah you know, that's that's a yeah. whole other story as well mm-hmm. isn't it that we yeah. see but again you don't see that men that man scorned you know yeah. we get we're, we're told that men just brush it off and move on they're yeah. not sitting plotting revenge if you, had, if you had a film where a man got heartbroken <laughs> and then he went wild and started burning villages down and turned into <laughs> an a evil witch well men yeah. aren't even witches let's not even go into that yeah. witches is just a an purely e- female evil wizard an evil yeah. wizard <laughs> which Imagine, is a positive it just word never happen. no it wouldn't <laughs> And there's another narrative in society of women being like a glamorous status symbol, isn't there? Like a trophy wife, almost, you know, like having a gorgeous, young, hot girl on your arm. Yeah, it's a a status symbol. Yeah, it's a a sign of success and wealth, isn't it? Of a man. He must be wealthy. He must be successful if he's got this beautiful wife or girlfriend. Yeah. Yeah, I was actually listening to um, like an old school song the other day and um, it was saying, it was like listing all these luxury items and it was like, mm. fancy car, the women and the caviar. And I thought, okay, fancy cars and caviar, that's like, that's expensive. That's a sign luxury of luxury. Goods. And yeah. women are also in that list. In that list. Yeah, fancy Lu- cars, women and caviar. Good. Those are, yeah. yeah, those are things that are luxury and a sign of wealth, you know. It's but, the trophy, it's the yeah. symbol, the stamp. Yes. Like, you've got a nice car, you want a hot woman to go in the front seat. Yeah, it's for, just, a, just an item. Forgetting that women are equal humans that relationship with, it's not, it's not glamorising a relationship, it's glamorising just having loads of random girls and that's kind of feeds into, our, into dating culture, doesn't it? <clears throat> yeah. And actually, an example of this narrative that I've come across recently about women sort of being an item is during quarantine. I, I don't know. Do you know Tory Lanez? No. So, so this guy, Tory Lanez, he's a rapper and he basically on Instagram had a quarantine radio where he would do Instagram live and um, hundreds of thousands of people were watching it, like 200,000 people. Wow. And girls would request to be in the live Right, and they would didn't come even know you on. could do that. Yeah, there you go. They would come on and literally be twerking in thongs on Instagram Live for his entertainment and the entertainment of everybody watching. And oh it would literally be like, he'd be like, where's the milk? Where's the milk? They have to, <laughs> they'd get a big gallon of milk. Because in America, they have you know, a huge gallon of milk twerking pouring milk on their ass while twerking and then their friend would come along with a box of cereal pour pour some cereal on the ass and so there's milk and cereal going on this ass while it's twerking and there was all sorts and there was like banana split they were like put put a banana in their ass crack and some whipped cream and sprinkles and everything all for for this man yes no but seriously it was it was shocking to watch because yeah. one of my friends told me about it and he said about um, girls twerking on Instagram and I thought it was going to be like normal clothes and just like normal twerking. Yeah. And so I went on kind of expecting it to be like a bit shocking and I, I couldn't believe my eyes. 
that, that this was ex- it was so accepted like 200,000 yeah. people were watching this and yeah it was shocking but wait so they let it happen so these women are, have gone on Instagram live to impress this one man Tory yeah. Lanes and mm-hmm. twerk for him and there's and also the, and 200 the and there's also 200,000 other people just watching it from their screens also yeah what, what <laughs> the fuck <laughs> yeah and they're pouring milk and syrup and cereal on their naked asses, like actual. Oh wow! Just to impress thongs. him, just to impress him. That's actually yeah. sad. Can you imagine if it was the other way round? Yeah, imagine a female singer like because he's famous as well. He's got a platform, so oh, it's God. like imagine a female singer did that and on her Instagram live encouraged a load of men to come and get naked on Instagram live, and, and the world was her. watching. <laughs> yeah, like. <laughs> It just would never happen and it would be it, would, it would be so weird and it would be like a dirty, creepy, horrible thing. Yeah. But because it's women doing that, it's society normal. has led us to believe that it's okay that, that women do that and, and it's normal and you know, it's one of these narratives like, oh, men men just have naked women around them and that's it. Yeah. And actually all jokes aside, it kind of just reflects the power imbalance in our society because in the scenario where all the women are naked and twerking for this man he has the power doesn't he he Mm -hmm. has the power because he's the man and these women are just trying to impress him but actually in the alternative scenario that we said about where men could be dancing for women the men still have the power because actually i don't think that woman would feel empowered she wouldn't be like go get the milk yeah I I don't think the woman would feel empowered having a load of men dancing for her the men have the power in both situations and I think actually if a load of men came on Instagram live they'd probably end up getting their dicks out and being weird and creepy and (laughs) asserting themselves over this woman it wouldn't be the same thing the the men wouldn't be trying to desperately impress the woman it would just be gross yeah And going back to what you said about society celebrates um, men being single, it actually pities women being single. Yeah. You know, the, this narrative of the single woman is it's just... like lonely old hag, lonely old cat lady. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, or desperate. Yeah, like, oh, Don't... you're single, so you must be unhappy. Yeah, I actually remember, because obviously I was single for six years before I met my boyfriend, um, I remember being at a family wedding, my auntie's wedding, and um, one of my great aunts said to me, oh, you're single? Are these boys blind? Oh. <laughs> like, like <laughs> oh, you're pretty, so you must have a boyfriend. These boys must be, must be blind if they think you're not pretty. Like, so basically saying that that's the, reason I'm, si- the reason I'm single is because boys find me ugly. Like, I'm, I must be... <laughs> Poor, poor me, like, you know, these boys must be blind. Yeah. They, they all think I'm ugly and yeah. they, they, they don't want you, to make me their girlfriend. Yeah, you're not that, single because it's your choice. You're not yeah. single because you want to be single. Or I'm having fun. Or, you're you single know. because boys think I'm ugly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, well, they're not blind. Yeah. I, I didn't really know what to say. And Yeah, it's like, what so, about the quality of men who have approached me? They're rubbish. Yeah, maybe why it's I'm my choice. Yeah. yeah, and what about them? Maybe they're ugly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you don't want them. No, but, but in, society just thinks, oh, a single woman is can't get a man because she's men ugly. don't want her. Yeah, not, be, she's not because she doesn't want any of the men that have approached her. No. 
I mean, families, every person that's been single knows that a family just can't deal with it. Um, again, when I was single, my family couldn't get their head around the fact that someone was single, <laughs> a woman yeah. was single. So there was, actually, so there was actually a rumour in my family that I was a lesbian. Um, huh? And my, I know, and my dad and my in fact, two of my aunties and my uncle asked my mum, like, oh, is Hayley a lesbian? Um, mm. Like, the reason you don't have a boyfriend is because you're not interested in men. Yeah, they honestly couldn't believe that someone could be single. So there had to be a reason. And the reason, apparently, was because I, I was... I, um, my uncle, actually, I remember he was like, oh, I, I, I know a, I've got a friend who's a lesbian. She really wants to meet you. <laughs> and I remember, <laughs> thinking, and I remember thinking, like... I know what you're thinking right now and I'm not going to rise to it, but this is absolutely ridiculous. And obviously there's nothing wrong with being a lesbian, like, yeah. fair enough. But it's just funny that that's where their mind went to. But rather than, you know, she's single, she's living her life, it's, oh, she must be, in, must she not must be, be into men. Mm. Yeah. Um, and I think, you know, it, it's funny because I think if my brother had been single um, in his early 20s, because I was only young, by the way, yeah. only like 22, 23 when they were thinking this, um, I think if my brother had been single, I don't think they would have assumed he wasn't into women and assumed yeah, that they would he... just, the narrative for single boys is, oh, he's out having fun. Yeah, he's that's what they would have thought. He's the man yes. about town. You know, yes, it's, exactly. It's that narrative, but yeah, it didn't apply. For women, yeah. it's like, oh, well, she must either be not into men or men aren't into her. Yeah, <laughs> men think I'm ugly or yeah. I don't like men at all. <laughs> Because dating can be such a positive experience, and being single can. can be so much fun. Like, oh my gosh, so think much about fun. it. If you're, you're going to get married one day, and you're going to be with the same person for 30, 40 years, yeah, exactly. So, what's the rush to get there? Like, try there's no rush. Out, try out everything. Try out what you like. Like, it's yeah. like I always say this analogy, but you know me, I love a metaphor. Imagine a buffet. <laughs> Right, you go yeah. up to a buffet, you see a whole spread of food. You've got sausage rolls, you've got burgers, chips, you've got all pizza, these delicious types, Italian, everything's all there. <laughs> and you don't go up to the buffet and just say, mm, Oh, I think I like sausage rolls, so I'm just gonna get a whole plate of that and then go and sit back down and I'm try, never anything, try else. anything else. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm gonna get a whole different plate of every single freaking thing I can see. We need all that. <laughs> And then I'm going to decide what I like and go back for it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but it's true. Like, if you just think about dating in that way, it's like, find out what you like, try some things, have some fun, meet different people. And, then... and don't, don't be made to feel like there's something wrong with you if you're single. Yeah. <laughs> Enjoy there your life. Yeah. What was that thing that gross guy said to us at uni that time? Do you remember? It was about a key and a lock or something. It was a horrible yeah. analogy. He said that a good key opens many locks, but a good lock is only opened by one key. Yeah, that was it. Ugh. It was so... The double standard there is just so annoying that yeah. that's actually how people think, that men can go around opening as many locks as they want, but women have to be you know a good sturdy lock and yeah. stay closed and only be opened by one key yeah and there'll be and there's something wrong with the lock if it's opened by many keys you yeah know, which it's is broken. a disgusting analogy yeah like there's something faulty yeah. or wrong there's with something the wrong with you if yeah you're...
Yeah. And actually, in line with this narrative of men can sleep with whoever they want, but women can't, I saw a meme earlier that is exactly saying exactly what we're saying. Um, so I'll just read it out to you. Okay. Yeah. It says... She's single, but keeps fucking her ex until she finds someone new. This is not a whore. This is a woman managing her body count correctly. Explanation mark. Okay, say it one more time. One more time. Okay. So it's, it, this, is a, this is a meme that has been written by women. It's on a, it's on a, like a kind of female empowerment page. Okay. Um, and so it's written by women for women. So this or is supposed to be... Men, I don't know, it's yeah. for everybody. Okay. But it's supposed again. to be empowering and everything. Okay. She's single, but keeps fucking her ex until she finds someone new. This is not a whore. This is a woman managing her body count correctly. Her body count. Managing her body count correctly. Yeah. First of all, I bloody hate that term. I've actually, yeah, I've what actually, even is that? It's quite a new term. It's not something I've heard of um, until maybe a few months ago. Body count. So basically, for those of you who might not know, it means the number of people you've slept with. So instead of saying, oh, the number of people you slept with, it's now referred to as body count. Body count. Which I think actually just sounds, like, makes you sound dirty, makes someone sound dirty and... I yeah, mean, like, bodies, it does. What, the amount of bodies you've had, like, it, it, yeah, it's a degrading That's term. What it is. It's really it's yeah. degrading, and mm-hmm. it's a belittling term. Um, uh, yeah, I don't. Well, like that do at men all. need to manage their body count? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> why? Why is why is it something that needs to be managed? I this know, idea disgusting. of like having to actively manage it to keep it down keep low, it low. So, <laughs> that, so that you appear more. What's the word I'm looking for? Like, so that you appear more desirable. Yeah, because literally. having a low body count makes you desirable. Having a high body count diminishes your worth, makes you some kind of village bike. <laughs> literally, <laughs> that's, that's the impression I'm getting from this meme. Yeah, and, it's true. And it's a bad thing for women, but it's not a bad thing for men. Oh, not at all. They, yeah, no. Men are proud of the number and they brag about it. They're it's proud of their rights, body isn't count. It? Yeah. <laughs> Is it even called body count for men? That's I mean, what I, I feel like say. body count's a bad thing. Does it even like, apply? Yeah. Yeah, men wouldn't be like, oh, my body count is no. 200. Me, me, me. They would just, <laughs> <laughs> they would just be like, yeah, yeah but they do. I mean, it's, it's on Love Island as well. I mean, have you seen, they play oh. this game on Love Island, um, which is like a reality TV show. Um, and they hold up cards to say like how many people they've slept with. Yeah. And all the boys are like 100, 200, mm. you know, like, huge numbers and they're not and ashamed the, they're not ashamed they hold it up high fair enough yeah proud. yeah and then the girls are like oh four yeah. six if someone if someone puts like more than 10 it's a shocker i don't think i've ever seen a girl put more than 10 to be no. honest love Island. because and i mean who cares if they have or they haven't the thing yeah. is why do they feel like they have to keep it keep the number low it's the stigma isn't it i once heard a saying years ago that Men will always add 10 and a woman will always take away 10. I don't know if yeah. it's 10, it might have been add 5, take away yeah, 5. Yeah, but yeah. do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, because it's just men, a different thing. They play up to it. Yeah. And they want to be players. They want to be seen as getting loads of women. It's, it's you know, what we were saying earlier, like a status symbol for them. And men, oh, aren't I'm, I'm, men aren't judged. I'm high up. I can get as many girls as I want. Yeah. But for women, if you get lots of men, that's that diminishes your worth and actually sets you down and puts you lower yeah and going back to the meme as well so it was saying that this woman 
is managing her body count by sleeping with her ex, basically. So <laughs> to, in order to avoid get, increasing her body count, she's going back to her ex. So this meme is actually saying it's better to go back and sleep with your ex, someone who is not right for you, who doesn't love you anymore, or you don't love them anymore. Um, yeah. It's better to go back to that person than just to add one or two to your body count. Really? Yeah. Like, what kind of message is that? Oh, yeah, go back to your toxic back, ex or stay, whatever. Stay in a terrible situation yeah. where you're not happy just so that you can get your desires met and don't have to go and shag a load of randoms. Yeah, just because you don't want to increase your body count like this. Yeah. It's, it's madness, as if it's this huge issue that women have to actively manage and think, okay, I can't sleep with someone new, so I'm just going to go back to my ex because that will keep my body count low. Terrible. And actually, this, this whole narrative, I actually met a guy once mm. who was obsessed with this narrative. And he actually told me that he was, seeing, um, he was seeing a girl before me that had slept with nine people. And he thought that that was too many. Nine was way too many. And um, he wouldn't make her his girlfriend. Because of that? Because of that. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. And I was like, well, and he told me he was seeing her for about two years. And I was like... And I said to him, Strung yeah, her along. See, yes, you were seeing this girl for two years. Yeah. Before, and then you just broke up with her because, you know, you, you never actually saw her as a serious girlfriend. And he was like, yeah, all I could think about when I was with her is how many other people had been there before me. Wait, wait, but. And he's... I was like, that's so judgmental. Yeah. So immature. But he still slept with her for two years. Oh, yeah. So yeah. this is the thing. So he's, he is judging her and saying, okay, she's not good enough to be my girlfriend because she slept with X amount of people. However, I'll still sleep with her for two years and yeah. have her company for two years. So it's this yeah. idea, again, of like ranking women, isn't it? Categorizing women. Oh, she, yeah. she's a girlfriend material. She's wife material. Oh, but she's only good for one night or good for a fling. You know, putting yeah. women in boxes. Oh, I'll tr this woman is only good for sex. So I'm just going to treat her badly. Oh, but this woman's wife material. So I'm going to treat her respectfully. Yeah. I don't think you can pick and choose. You know, it's not like girls are in categories. You either... Treat yeah. all women amazingly, or you don't like you. You can't choose. You know, yeah. it's 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 awful, and I think it's such a common thing in society. I've heard guys say things like that before. Actually, I remember at uni, it was a common sort of thing to say. Isn't it? Oh, she's not girlfriend material because of X, Y, Z. Yeah, um, she's yeah. the village bike. She's <laughs> been around. You know, it's like yeah, it's that reputation that women get. Yeah, but but men can sleep with a hundred girls. Yeah, but it doesn't make and, sense because. Who are these guys sleeping with? Yeah, literally. <laughs> so thinking about what we've been saying, these narratives in society that we're, we're being fed are really problematic for us because I think we actually let them influence our behaviour. We believe to some extent that these narratives about oh it's okay for men to go around and hurt women and we accept that we're upset and heartbroken and oh that's just how men are we let them influence the kind of standard that we accept yeah. in a relationship and from from men the treatment that we accept we make excuses because we can say oh it's just what men are like you know what men yeah. are like. Um, all men are assholes so just how they are you know yeah. it does it does enable you to make excuses and 
And I think it makes us settle, doesn't it? Because you think if you believe these narratives about being a cringe old single woman and, you know, that kind of lonely old hag, lonely old cat lady thing. <laughs> yeah. It's like you kind of, you know, you see all your friends kind of getting married around you and you think, oh, I need to, I want to do that quickly because, you know, otherwise I'm going to be that one lonely old hag. Of yeah. yeah. I think it <laughs> causes actually... a lot of a lot of women to settle for guys I don't even really like because they're so scared of being pitied and yeah. seen as an old hag. <laughs> we need to consciously reject these narratives. I think we need to call it out when we see it in the media. Yeah. Um, you know, and we need to really be checking ourselves and making sure that we're not, you know, subscribing to these narratives, you know, because yeah. it, it needs to change. You know, I, I don't want my daughter to grow up and just accept that it's a norm that men are dicks and that they're going to mess you around because that's how they are, you know, or that you know men are players and can use women and it's just how it's just one of those things you know that, yeah I, I don't want her to to have those Grow up beliefs in that world yeah. you know so I, I do think we need to be constantly questioning it questioning it um to make sure that it, it, it ends yeah and also you know going back to the having fun while single like you you don't want to accept the narratives that being single as a woman is a bad thing no it's an amazing thing and I think that's a really important thing to get across is that it's it's your life your timeline don't let anybody else influence you yeah So this is the section where we're going to be taking your calls. Thanks to everyone who have reached out via DM on Instagram. Um, this week we've chosen Hannah from Leeds. Hi guys, I was listening to your episode on self-esteem um, when Natalie spoke about um, not wanting to feel like you're your partner's mum um, and it really resonated with me. At the moment, I'm working full time um, and my boyfriend is on furlough. But even though he's got loads of time to do things around the house, he never does any chores or any housework. I've tried to ask him to do more, but uh, at the same time, I don't want to feel like I'm nagging him or being his mum and saying, telling him what he needs to do. Um, I also don't want to cave and do all the cleaning myself. But at the same time, I don't want there to be a mess around the house. Um, what should I do? Thank you. Well, first of all, I think this is a really common problem, isn't it? I think everybody Absolutely. who's ever lived with a partner has had some form of this issue before. Because yeah. I think it's very hard to find a partner who has the exact same standards of living as you do. Because everybody has, you know, their own standards of cleanliness and tidiness. And it's difficult to find somebody who has the exact same as you so I think yeah different routines different patterns and yeah yeah I I don't think it's you know a really unique problem to worry about but I mean we can delve into it a bit more what what did you think well I mean first thing that I thought when I heard this was that there's kind of a lack of respect there yes yeah if he if he's aware that she likes the clean house and still doesn't make an effort to kind of clean up and tidy and keep that standard then there's a lack of respect there because he's not listening to what she wants out of her living space yeah he's not respecting it he's not respecting the boundaries he's not respecting the flat of the the space that they have together and you know if he's leaving things around or not cleaning up after himself he knows she's going to come along and do it 
that's a lack of respect because it's basically treating her like a maid so I mean you know if it was me I'd I'd want to nip that in the bud and like have the conversation early and yeah straight away because I mean if it's like this now imagine what's going to be like in in a few years or yeah when when they've got kids yeah exactly a huge house or whatever yeah yeah. exactly so it's definitely something that needs to be spoken about I think what do you think yeah I would say you know is this the only issue um because if it is great it is quite minor in the in the grand scheme of things and it can be addressed however is or is this a bigger issue you know is Mm. she feeling like his mother 24 7 is she mothering him in all aspects of the relationship is this like a tip of the iceberg yeah thing yeah yeah I would want, I'd ask, you know, are you still dating? Are you still in love? Do you still fancy each other? Are you still having fun? You know, is he still a loving partner to you? Or do you just literally feel like he's your son? Has it become a bit stale? Yeah, <laughs> You're just running exactly. around cleaning up after him. I mean, yeah. it's it's quite funny you should say that because um, I don't know if you know Esther Perel, uh, the relationship, yes. yeah, relationship psychologist. Love her. Love her. She's got a, a really good kind of quote about this. And mm. um, I can't remember the exact quote, but she talks about desire in relationships and long-term relationships and how if you turn into the caregiver and you constantly have somebody who you need to support and keep looking after and, and you do those mothering that you can lose desire and not yeah. kind of you can lose that kind of sexual attraction if you keep having to look after someone and yeah it's just you know is that still there is and i think you can end up resenting your partner as well you know if you're doing all the housework and some and the other person isn't you do breed it does breed resentment yeah. and you end up building up this underlying resentment which then spirals and turns into arguments in other aspects. And, yeah. you know, it's just not healthy. It's not an equal relationship. You're not equal partners. It's yeah. one person running around after the other. Yeah, I, I think she needs to have a really serious conversation with him, really, and just explain how it's, how it's affecting her. Because he probably doesn't realise. He To him, it's just... You know, a bit of mess. It's, it's <laughs> the house. It's a bit of mess. You know, men don't always realise how our brains work because yeah. for him he makes you know I always have this analogy of boxes I can't remember where I heard it but men have you know boxes for each area of their life in their brain you know they have okay box, like a clear cut box. yes mm-hmm. um so for him the mess in the house is just in one box whereas for Hannah um you know the the house all the boxes are overflowing and the mess is a muddle yeah yeah the mess in the house is also affecting her you know, feelings towards her partner. It's affecting her ability to relax when she gets home. It may be affecting her at work. I mean, we just don't know. Um, You know, all the boxes are overflowing and one little issue to him could be huge to her. Yeah. So I think he needs to, you know, we just need to explain. He needs needs to to explain to him. Yeah, that actually is really bothering me. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. Yeah, and I think, you know, some people could leave a list out, you know, of things to do. Like, if you say he doesn't realise what needs to be done. I've heard people say that, yeah. She could leave a list, but then, again, that is just another form of mothering, isn't it? At the end of the day. Nobody wants to have to leave a list before they go to work every day. Yeah, it's a short-term solution, definitely. But I feel like it might be sort of a, a meeting halfway point like a compromise for yeah. now to kind of get yeah. the ball rolling on the solution to this yeah and you know you can't control what somebody else is doing but you can control yourself and I think that if she changes her actions yeah. and stops the mothering and you know says her feelings 
then hopefully he'll be forced really yeah. to hopefully he'll listen and understand yeah. where she's coming from and then yeah. he'll want to change his actions yeah and if he's not willing to then you know maybe maybe he's not the one long term you know if he's not will if, if it's that big an issue and he's not yeah. willing to be accountable and it goes back to the respect thing i mean if that's a deeper issue about respect then he's not the one no but i think if he you know if he is willing to listen and is understanding then that's great and i think she needs to give him time because um i think one thing we often forget and i'm guilty of this is that people can't change overnight yeah old um, habits yeah so you can't you can't expect him to wake up the next day after your conversation and be a super tidy guy like it doesn't work like that it's going to take ages i mean me and my boyfriend when we first started living together had massively different standards of cleanliness and tidiness but actually over the years we, we've kind of met halfway and now we have pretty much the same standards of yeah. living and it's and it's a lot easier but it does take time so i think you know, she's just going to have to cut him some slack a little bit and see what happens. Yeah, but let us know, Hannah, if you can. Drop in the DMs and stuff. Yeah. Let us know how it goes. Hope that helps. Yeah. <laughs> Follow us on Instagram at Let's Get Real About Dating and you can send us a DM with your dating and relationship dilemmas. Each episode, we'll be choosing a new one to discuss and hopefully offer some advice. Tune in next Monday for our next episode as we continue to get real about dating and relationships. Until then, remember, you are amazing. And the people you surround yourself with should think so too.